Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for choosing to invest time and knowledge into yourself as a pre-PT and future physical therapist. This episode has been sponsored by our new Acceptance Navigator series, which is a free four-part video pre-PT series where we teach you exactly how to dominate as an applicant by learning the new way to PT school acceptance. Learn how to finally get into the driver's seat as a pre-PT and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This series is the most value we have ever given away and it's free at www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. Don't miss out on your chance to get in the driver's seat of your acceptance. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast episode. What is up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. If you want to stand out, as all of you do, you may want to pay attention to this segment of the podcast. So as you probably heard, many of our Accepted System students have been guests on our podcast before. And as you have heard as well, some of our Accepted System students and alumni help produce this very podcast that you're listening to. But subsequently, many of our Accepted System students have actually gone on to help other physical therapist professionals with their podcasts and with their online businesses using podcast editing and the skills they've learned with podcasting. So I say all that to say this, if you're interested in getting into podcasting to stand out, whether that's creating your own podcast or helping someone else, a physical therapist, a physician, another healthcare professional with their business using podcasts, I highly, highly recommend using Anchor. Anchor is the easiest, the easiest way to make a podcast. We've used other platforms before, but Anchor by far is the easiest. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place. Listen, for free. Yes, for free. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation Tools allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. As you guys are probably listening to this, some of you have listened to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know, so on and so forth. It distributes it everywhere. So that helps a ton. So you can easily also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you're interested in making your own podcast for yourself or, you know, you're working with a clinic or you, or if you're an intern or a tech or an aide or a front desk staff and you want to stand out in any way possible and you think podcasting would be a great way to do so, use Anchor. Use Anchor. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and stand out. Enjoy the rest of the episode. My name is Joseph Gugi, and this is... What's going on, guys? Casey. Casey, physical therapist. It's, it's still great to say that, even after yeah. a year, but what's going on, guys? <laughs> Man, still loving it, right? Nah, uh, we, we are both the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind, which is a pre-PT platform that's meant to help y'all, uh, you as a pre-PT, get into PT school without wasting time or money. Uh, tonight, my voice is going to be a little funny. Um, it's 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 been struggling this week for like I, i've been getting sick a lot this year i don't know why 
Uh, but um, but but yeah, because I've been sick, my voice is gonna sound funny tonight. But it's all good. It's all good uh, because uh, Casey and I really want to take care of y'all. And we're gonna hit a question tonight that uh, we've heard from a number of pre-physical therapy students who just kind of felt like they're at the end of their their road um, as a pre-PT, just kind of feeling like they've they they they've done their part, but they really just don't know what else like what else to do. Um, and, and as we talk about it, I just want you to ask yourself, like, is that me? Am I like, I'm, am I that student who, uh, um, the, the question, I feel like PT programs won't give me a chance. What do I do? Before we go any further, have, have any of y'all ever felt that as a pre-PT? Casey, did you kind of feel that way? The, oh, absolutely. The- yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, as a pre-PT, and we all we're all at different points as pre-PTs, and it's, it's, it's just kind of feeling like, man, like, do they not see my journey? Do they not see my story? Do they not see like how much work I've put in? Do they not see like the fact that I've I've retaken a lot of class? Like, have y'all ever felt that? Like, just felt like like schools are just not giving you a shot, and and it led you to really doubt your ability to get into PT school or maybe feel like giving up, maybe if not giving up, it just made it really, really hard to see the other side. But, but, but sometimes it's like, if we're being honest as pre-PTs, we all, we all feel that way. So tonight, what we want to do is um, for, for you, if, if you are at that point right now where you're like, man, like, I just really don't feel like, like schools are really giving me a shot. What we're going to do tonight is one thing that Casey and I believe in, because if you have not followed us for a long time, one thing that we not only believe in, but we just like, we just teach because we've just seen it happen so many times is that there's really no limitations to your ability to become a PT. Like it's, it's that simple. If you have a low GPA, if you have a low GRE score, if you've been rejected multiple times, you'll hear us say it over and over if you followed us for a while, but if you're new, like, like point blank, if you're looking for something that's like gonna like just make you feel the same level of doubt that you've had, well, this is not the place. This is a place to really give you some direction and clarity. But there's some things that we're gonna have to do if, if that's going to be the case. And, and the first thing, especially when we're asking ourselves this question, because I felt this, Casey said he's felt this, and a lot of other people that have, that are probably live, maybe you watching live, maybe you watching on replay, uh, maybe you listening to this as a podcast episode later on. Um, like there's four questions that I want you to start asking yourselves. And Casey and I are going to go back and forth between these four. But 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 I want y'all to start asking yourselves because if we're ever going to get into PT school, the very first thing that's all like this is always key. We have to be very clear, very clear on not only where we're at as a student, but very like very like self-aware. Like if y'all are cool with that, comment self-aware below. If you guys are watching this live, even if you're watching this on replay, just comment self-aware below. Because because the honest truth is like, I I don't think we're all that great at at being self-aware. Even when we try to be self-aware, to be honest, Casey, uh, (laughs) we do it in favor of ourselves. We skew it in favor of ourselves. I mean, I'm I'm, like, I do it all. I mean, I have to be, I have to keep people around me to remind me that I'm like, I'm not being as self-aware about certain things as well. So, so, so as pre-PTs, we have to be 100% self-aware. So what we're going to do tonight, we're going to give you four questions 
And I want you guys to take these four questions and I want you guys to like, like as we're saying them, write them down. Like you, you, you can comment them if you want, but I want you to write them down tonight, fill them out and, and actually start asking yourselves, do I, do I have the answers to all of these? Am I, am I seeing all four corners of what I'm supposed to be seeing as a pre-PT? Because if I'm not, then the honest truth is, it's like we say all the time, like you're guessing. And that's the fastest way to getting rejected over and over and over and over again. And so, so self-awareness. Um, so, so Casey, let's break down the questions for them. And then, um, then let's just kind of talk about each one of them. And if you guys have any questions, like ask them below, but that's what we want to give you guys tonight. The, the tool we want to give you tonight is some questions to give you some level of self-awareness. I believe in looking in the mirror. And tonight we want to give you these four questions. Ask yourself these questions. If you guys can ask yourself these questions, then you'll start realizing, ooh, I need to start looking for some of these answers in different places other than just myself. Is that fair, Casey? Absolutely. Perfect. So the first question we have to ask ourselves is, between us and the PT school, what do we both see? So, so if you guys want to do this at home, you guys can actually do this as like almost like a like 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 draw like a line right down the middle of your piece of paper, and then and then draw draw a line right across in one of the top corners, right in there. What do we both see? I'll explain them with Casey. The the second one is, what do they see but I don't see? So write that in one of the other blocks. So so if you guys are joining us live tonight, we're talking about like self-awareness as a pre-PT. Because if we ask ourselves the question that you guys saw above, I feel like PT programs won't give me a chance. What do I do? Well, usually we're playing the victim. And what we're saying in that question is, well, there's nothing else I can do. I, I, I did my part, shoot. Well, there, there's a reason why other people that are in your same predicament are still getting into PT school. It's not a coin toss. It's, it's, it starts though with self-awareness. So let's talk about it. So, so the first question was, what do we both see, both as in me and the PT program? Number two, what do they see but I don't see? Number three, what do they not see but I see? Number four, what do we both not see? So let's, let's go down and break down each one of them because if y'all can, oh my gosh, if y'all can start asking yourselves these questions and just start delving in, one of them you already know the answer, but, but, but if you guys can start delving in these questions that then you'll start realizing whoa maybe i just did not see or maybe i haven't looked in all the corners because usually what we focus on is what we see and that's it not now not realizing that all of us have plenty of blind spots i still have plenty of blind spots casey still has plenty of blind spots and that's why we have people around us so casey what do we both see um this one's the obvious one right like this one's just like a piece of cake like this this one is like, what are examples of things that we both see between us and, and the PT program? Yeah, I, I can't see the comments, so I know you can, and I know there's a lag here, but guys, comment below. You can do this with me, since this is the easiest one that we have, and we both are probably <clears throat> thinking the same things, but we both see, like, what's on the application, right? We both see the stats. We both see the GRE scores. We both see uh, the physics, the bios, the chems, the med terms, we, we both see that. Mm -hmm. We both see, um, what else? Other, the schools see other applicants more than us on like the application side, but even in this group, you guys see the other applicants. So we both see that. You both see your, your competition or, or your friendly competition, however you wanna view that. You both see that. You both, once you meet in person on campus visits or interviews, you both see each other's personalities. 
and how you come across to each other. What what do you think you guys both see? Like we can go on for days about this. Like, cause this is this is practical. This is the easy stuff. Throw it out there. Uh, I know we got three others to go deep into, so I won't spend too much time on that. But this one's easy, like you said. What what are, what do we both see? And you guys put that in the comments. What do you think, Justin? No, this is, this, this is the easy one. And the problem is, this is where most of us stay. So right. so so y'all, the reason why we're even sharing this, and forgive my voice, y'all. Like I'm literally about to lose it, so I'm like trying to like spare it as much as I can. Otherwise, I'd be like yelling and hype and all that stuff. But but the honest, <clears throat> sorry. See, I'm dying. <clears throat> But the honest truth is, like, we stay here and then we get stuck because we're like, well, they see my grades. They see that, like, y'all, like, if, if we're playing in the what do we both see, then we miss so many other areas and we really don't have an opportunity to grow. So what ends up happening is I just do what I have to do, bare minimum, or what I think I'm doing a great job at. I take just my classes, I apply, I do what every other classmate is doing. And then I say, well, I don't know why I did not get accepted. Well, the honest truth is I was playing in the range of what do we both see. So, so let's jump into number two. What do they see, but I don't see? What are things that the school sees, but I don't see? Schools that, things that they see about my application that I don't see. Like, are you guys asking yourselves that question? So what does the school see, but now I don't see? I, sometimes I just don't see what's going on on the other side in regards to like the amount of students they're having. So, so, so they see, the, the school sees like 1,000 applicants, let's say. There's a program um, where one of our students applied to where I think it was 1,600 or 1,700 applicants. So the school sees a lot of applicants. The, the school sees pressure from uh, like, you know, from CAPTI to pretty much like show their numbers that they're pretty legit and that they are graduating students at a high level. What are we not seeing? We're not seeing the, the background stuff. We're also not seeing like what the other applicants look like, but I don't want y'all to stay there. We're not seeing what they see in you, like when you show up to an interview. So sometimes we're very blind to it. We're not seeing what, sometimes like we're not aware of what they're actually looking for. So, so they're seeing what they're looking for. Some schools are looking for um, like certain types of applicants. Some schools are more ortho-based. Some schools are looking for more service-based things. Like, but, but if we don't know what they're seeing and we're just basing it off of what we see, then this one becomes tough. So start asking yourselves, like, like, do I know? Do I know what the program is seeing, but I might not be seeing? Maybe it's things in my story. Maybe they're seeing a shallow application and I don't see it. Maybe they're seeing a lack of transparency so they can't really see the type of person. Like, they don't know if I'm the kind of person they need in their program. And how do we even find this one out? So, so if we're asking ourselves this question, because if you're stuck on this, the, the next question should be really as part of number two is like, who can help me see things from their perspective? Because if there's things that the school is seeing that I'm not seeing, like I need help seeing from that perspective. This is where like one, like conversations with the faculty becomes very important. So when you're on campus visits, if, if y'all are just like spending time, just hanging out, taking pictures, selfies, mama, I made it. Like if that's all you're doing, you might not actually be like, setting yourself up to answer this question. The research you're putting into schools, non-traditional coaches, like people that actually know what the schools want, or even asking yourself, what would you be looking for in you? But if we're holding, like, if we're blind here, then it becomes very, very tough for us to actually become, remember, they're the ones that decide whether you're accepted or not. 
It's that simple, right? So if they're the ones deciding, then, then, then the honest truth is, yeah, it says go back to your basics and think about what you have been good at. Yeah. So the thing is like, like the school, like there's certain things schools look at. Like if I'm an employer and I'm hiring you, there's certain things I'm looking for. Many times, like we completely miss that. We don't know what's of value. And every school is a little different. Every like different, like some schools value certain things. And so understanding what they're looking for, understanding what they see or what they don't see becomes extremely, extremely important. Casey, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, you pretty much hit all of them. You pretty much hit all of them, uh, especially the, the pressure from the university as a whole, the pressure from the School of Health uh, Professions. You mentioned CAPTI as well. Uh, you mentioned the amount of students that they have. Uh, they might have to meet diversity quotas. They might have to meet you know, they might have to hire new professors. They might yeah. only have so many seats that they can't go over because of the budget. You don't see the finances that they have to see and how that factors into what students they accept because if they fall below that budget, somebody might not get paid. I don't, I don't even see everything. Joseph has been on kind of on the other side and he still hasn't seen everything. So we have to be empathetic to both sides. And I know we talk about a lot of times how the schools have to be empathetic to us as students. But I think this frame of mind or this perspective will help us be empathetic to the schools as well, which will make us a better applicant because you're finally speaking their language. And when you finally speak their language, you stand out from the crowd because you're not speaking a foreign language and now they can understand. Mm. So I think just putting yourself in their shoes, which is easier said than done because we've covered this many times before. But it's, I know it's easier for us now because we're now on the other side. Oh, guys, it's easy for you to say, but... We were you. And I was this topic. I was literally you as well. I was rejected. So I, I know how it is. Trust me. I know how it is. Yeah. Uh, but being on the other side now as, and talking to a lot of faculty and DPT program chairs and things like that, it's interesting to see what they see as well that we don't always see. Um, so just putting yourself in their shoes to speak their language, I think would help you do what you want to do and stand out. So speak their language speak whatever language you want them to speak, whether it's Spanish, you know, Mandarin, whatever, have fun with it, but speak their language. Yes, sir. So you can stand out how you want to stand out. Cause if you don't, you're just going to be babbling just like the rest of the people and they won't, they won't understand. They're like, why aren't they understanding us the school? And you're like, why aren't they understanding me the applicant? The applicant and you guys yeah. are just going back and forth where if one of you tips the scale, and it's easier for you guys to do as students because ultimately, like Joseph said, they're making the decision. Yeah. Uh, that'll put yourself in a, in a much better. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Right, let's go to number three. Let's go to number three. Number three, what do they not see but I see? This is where y'all are missing out. This is where y'all should be playing big. What do they not see but I see? So, so number three, y'all, what do they not see, but I see? So what does the program, what do the PT programs that I'm applying to like not see, but I see what are things that y'all know about yourself that, you know, could actually be of benefit and of value to the program or to the profession of physical therapy? Like, what are those things? Are you leveraging those? Remember I said, like, most of us are playing in the, what do we both see? And that's why like we end up coming off as being just average applicants when y'all are not average people. I am not average. But the thing is, if we're playing in the what do we both see, y'all listen, you see how we we actually like hold ourselves back from being the, 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 the applicants that we have the possibility or potential to become? Well, the honest truth is like, 
there's a lot that they don't see, but we see. So what are those things? What are the things about you, things that y'all have not mentioned on like on your like essays or things that y'all have not talked about when you go for campus visits or things that don't come up when you guys go for an interview visit? Like, like are y'all showing them that side of things? Y'all realize, okay, so, so, so watch this. Like over time, for those of y'all that have followed us like on pre-PT Grind, whether y'all been following us for like a week or y'all been following us for years, the honest truth is y'all have grown to trust us more. Well, one, because we've been consistent, like we just never stop and we ain't never stopping. That's just the fact. But the honest truth is like, we've also shared like stories about ourselves. Like I've shared stories about like my insecurity, like my insecurities, my anxiety, my this, my that, like, like I'm in sick and I just show up, right? So those things are things that I could have hidden. Casey and I could have very easily been like, you know what, Joseph is sick. Let's not show a weakness. Let's just do a live stream on Sunday or some other day when he's feeling great. And we'll just go with that. But the honest truth is like, we hide so much that has the ability to empower, like, like inspire them. Like y'all realize that like some of the biggest changes that happen in PT programs are because of students that have had visions like students that have said, yo, like, this is something we could do. Like at our Andrews University program, y'all listen, like there's a program there. It's like a, a, a PT service clinic, right? So every year, I think twice a year now, like it's a PT service clinic where like they've partnered up with like other physical therapists from all around the area. All the students from the department are there and we're serving like the community there in Bering Springs, Michigan for free, right? And how that started was, like, because of one of my, like, I was a class president and one of my classmates brought up the idea to me and we we're like, let's just do it. And now it's become like a mainstay. Like I'm watching them on, on like Instagram pr promoted a few weeks ago. And I'm like, yo, like, that's amazing. It's, but the thing is the, the, the professors didn't set that up. It was set up by students, people that saw a need, people that saw a need and said, yo, I want to add more value to this program by doing blink. So what are the things that y'all are passionate about that the program is not seeing? What are the gifts that y'all have that honestly, like the program is not seeing? If you've had that vision, yo, like, can y'all, can y'all start getting like, okay, like real talk, like today, right? Today I was talking to Niasha. Um, she's um, one of our intern coordinators for Pre-PT Grind. We were talking about some of the things that like, like I have like in my head about what I like, what we want to do with pre-PT grind to, to serve pre-PTs. And I told her some of my crazy ideas. And I was like, Niasha, those aren't just ideas. Like they're going to happen. I'm just telling you now so that when they do, you're like, oh shoot, Casey and Joseph were planning this all along. Y'all, it starts in here and it starts with a passion. So what, like, like, what is it about you that you can bring to the table? What experiences, what experiences do you have that you can bring to the table? What passions do you have that you can bring to the table? I, Passions outside of just physical therapy, like things that can like add to the profession. Y'all, what do they not see, but I see? And how are we, how are we making that apparent to them? Because like y'all said, you're not average. Here's what's sad though. A good majority, I don't even know the numbers. I'm not going to guess. Like a good majority of pre-PTs that apply to PT school come off as average to the PT school. A good majority of pre-PTs that apply come off as average to the programs. Like the program's all they see is, is just the, because like they haven't been shown the other stuff. Now there's obviously it's a lot more detailed than that. And there's things that we have to do, but, but, but for, for tonight, let's keep it real simple. What do they not see? Casey, anything you want to add to this tonight?
Yeah, I think th- what you just said was so powerful because especially me when I was in this position, all I was thinking of was, man, why don't they just see that I can do this? And I think a lot of pre-PTs are in that same position as well. And they're just thinking, man, I can, I can do this. Just trust me, please. And the schools are like, mm, I don't know if I can trust you. Why should I trust you? What do you have to bring to the table so I can trust you? Have you proven anything so I can actually know that you can do this and not just mm-hmm. get in and fail out? And it's so, it's so important to understand what Joseph was saying and actually listen and implement that because we get stuck there. Because I was stuck there. I was like, man, you don't know the late nights I stayed up for this. Man, you don't know how long I worked on this essay. Man, you don't know how many scrolls I did in the pre-doctor of physical therapy students group to find this answer. Man, you don't know how much pressure is on me from my family and my friends and, and the finances and my job. My car just broke down and I got to get to work tomorrow. That's why I couldn't study for the GRE. And that's why I have a 294. But you guys don't see that. Man, can't you just trust me? Because mm. if everything went according to plan, man, I would be good. But life isn't like that. So can't you just see the holistic application? And they're sitting on the other side like, well, I don't see that. So what's, what's going to give? So I think it's so important that you guys have the power and take control by using what Joseph said. What can, everybody's selfish. The school is just saying, what can I get out of this? Because you already know what you can get out of this. I need a degree and I, I, I need a job. I need money. Yep. But the school's like, well, we can get an applicant from anywhere because we got 1600. Well, what you going to give me? I can choose any of y'all. It don't matter. Like, so I think you guys taking what Joseph said and putting the control in your hands, being in the driver's seat would be much more beneficial to you than being how I was for a month saying, why can't you just trust that I can do this? Yeah. Because the schools are probably saying, well, we trusted people in the past and we got burned. So putting control in your, in your own hands will make all the difference. What can you bring to the school? What's valuable to them? Present them to them in a language that they can understand and you'll be good. You'll be good. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of practice. It's tedious. It's hard. But if you want this, this is what you have to do. This is one of the steps you have to do. So I just, I, I wanted to talk from my own perspective because I, I know I know how I know how it is. I know how you feel. I know what it's like when you're on that wait list and when you get that rejection letter. Yeah. You're like, please, just oh my gosh, why don't you see this? And it's because this, the, what Joseph said. That's that's how it is. So you just got to start playing by the rules and by their games because they make the decision. So that's pretty much it. I just had to share my experience from that because I know it will resonate with a lot of people. I love it. Ali asked us a very good question. She said, what do you think about putting your actual struggles out there? So Matt, uh, so Ali, um, it's actually okay. But so, so we're not just putting our struggles out there just to have them feel sorry for us. So like you want to put your struggles out there to show how you are conquering despite that. Like, 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 like if I'm I'm showing that like, yo, I've gone through this. I had a semester where I got like, I got trashed pretty much because, um, because I, I was struggling with like, maybe like for me, it's, it's always been like anxiety and certain other things for other people. It might be, um, something happens to a family member, um, some health struggle. Like if I say, man, like, like I, I've been struggling with my academics, but this is what I have done 
to still show my level of resiliency, then that's when it becomes a, an amazing story. Think about it this way, like, like when you guys are thinking about things like this, think about a movie, like think about your favorite movie. Like, like what is your favorite movie of all time? Like, what is y'all's favorite movie? Mine is always gonna be Lion King uh, and y'all can't tell me otherwise, right? But, but, but this is gonna have a very important point to that question that Ali just asked. Like, what is y'all's, like, what is your favorite movie? So I see Jaws, keep it coming, keep it coming. What is, what is y'all's favorite movie? What is your favorite movie? Because if y'all can understand how your favorite movie works, then you'll understand how to use your struggles in your favor so that the PT program is able to see it and actually see it as a positive thing. Does that make sense? So, so we see Jaws. Y'all obviously got Lion King from me. Casey, what's your favorite movie? Space Jam. Space Jam. There's another one coming out with, uh, you know, uh, the man himself, LeBron James. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Vision Quest. Okay, perfect. So with every good movie, think about the storyline. Think about the storyline. Like, is it a good movie if the main character's life is just happy the whole time, no struggles, nothing whatsoever? No, right? Is it a good movie? Like, y'all ever seen, a, like, one of the worst movies I've ever seen, I'm not going to say its name, because I can't actually remember the name of it, is like, like, I can't remember what it was, but it was like just a dark movie, where by the end of it, there was no, like, it wasn't resolved. It just ended, like, badly. Like, everybody died. And I was like, what? in the world am I watching? But in every great movie, there's always an amazing start. The, the main character goes through some kind of struggle, but that struggle defines, like that struggle becomes the, the, the stepping stone to them actually getting back up top, right? So it doesn't matter what, what movie, it doesn't matter if it's a Denzel Washington movie, it doesn't matter if it's Lion King, it doesn't matter if it's Jaws, it doesn't matter if it's, uh, the Dark Knights, it could be whatever, but every great movie has that. So your story should be the same way. So as you guys are seeing your struggles, whether it's through your academic struggles, whether it's through uh, like physical struggles, whether it's through things that they may see as negatives on paper, you got to show them, yo, like this was the reason why I, like, I crushed it. This is the reason. Like I have a, a friend of mine, a good, good friend of mine, DJ, he's actually at the house right now, like in this house right now. His freshman year was like terrible, right? Like when we were freshmen and we thought, yo, he's not gonna get accepted with us. Like, and we wanted to get accepted into PT school together. And, um, and the honest truth is like his sophomore year, he ended up like switching a, a bunch of different things. He had been on the basketball team and a whole bunch of stuff that had been distracting him. After having an extremely low GPA, his sophomore year, he got really focused and had like two back-to-back 4.0 semesters. And I'm not saying you have to do that, but the bottom line is like his story became that much more significant because he was able to show how he was resilient after that struggle. So if you guys can show that, then it becomes that much more amazing. And the program see that as an asset because they're trying to figure out, do we have, is this student like equipped for what they're about to go through in physical therapy school? Sounds good. All right. So yeah. Oh, love and basketball up. Great movies. Uh, the last thing is because I'm losing my voice. Y'all, I don't know. It's crazy. Anyways, the, the last thing is what do we both not see? This is the part that becomes amazing because this is the untapped potential. This is the one that's yet to be written. Um, and, and this is where now like this, this is the, the reason why this question is so important is because this is the one that should be pushing you 
the most. This is the one that, that the school isn't going to use against you, nor is it going to work for you. But it's the one that if you're looking at it on the other side, like what do you both not see, like your potential and what you're seeing, like, like those are the things that are going to wake you up every single day as a student to keep you fighting. Maybe what they don't see is that you're fighting for your family. Maybe what they don't see is you have a newborn. Wait, wait, like what you both don't see is the fact that maybe like in the future, because I don't have kids yet, maybe in the future you'll have kids. And you're trying to build a life now that will suit your kids in the future properly. That's really what I'm doing. Like everything I do now, I'm like, yo, this is for my wife and this is for like our future kids. And so like, what are those things? Like, are they like, are you dreaming? Are y'all dreaming? Like as pre-PTs, I think we're so used to being so rigid and GPA, GRE, all that stuff that, that we don't even dream. Like we don't dream of, of what we want in ourselves or what we want to become as students or what we want to become as future physical therapists. And that's what pushes you. That's the untapped potential. And that's really up to you as to whether you're gonna like do what it takes to reach that or not. But, but that, that is there to keep you focused. That is there when you're feeling down, when your finals are not going well, that's the one that you're saying, yo, this is why I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm coming for that version of myself. Does that make sense? Casey, what are your thoughts on that last one? And then we'll wrap it up, boss. Yeah, I think that a lot of times we both don't see that we need each other, meaning the schools don't always see that they need the students. Of course, yeah, they need them as you know seats in the class, but more than that, they don't see that they need the students yeah. for the profession and the students don't necessarily see that they need the school for the profession as well. Yeah. And that brings me to my next point is that with that, you both don't see that the profession can either go up or down, depending on what you two or those two groups of people do at that point in time. Because hmm. you guys are the future of the profession, like we say all the time. And depending on what happens in school, depends where literally, like, hello, literally, you guys are going to be PTs with a license in two, three years. That's true. You are going to be licensed professionals. I don't think that you both see at times that the profession can either go up or down depending on what happens in school and where you both are now. Yeah. Because if you guys do great and you bring something to the table and you have your goals out there, like, I want to do this in the profession. I want to bring this to the school. And the school is like, man, I want these schools to be, I want these students to be out of debt by the time, you know, they graduate so that they can move the profession forward. And I want them to be, have this skill level and all that stuff that can go in a great place for the profession 100%. because the, the patients will see that that will come across to the patients. Then your patients who are the customers will ultimately tell other people. And in the eyes of the grand scheme of things, PT will be better looked at by the public. But I don't think both groups of people see that because they're so focused on what has to happen now. Yeah. So I think both groups need to just step back, take a breath and say, what's going to happen outside of this application cycle? And how can we make both of our professions now better? And I think if you guys can do that along with everything else we just said, the schools would be like, who is this person? Holy crap. This student is standing out hmm. and problem solved. Boom. So that's it. That's my perspective. I love it. I hope that was helpful for y'all tonight. I really do. I really, really do. Um, we really do believe that every single one of you has the ability to get into PT school. 
But if we don't look in the mirror, this four part mirror, it becomes very hard to know what to do next. Also, also be, before like the last like 30 seconds of my voice are used up, right? Um, we will be releasing something massive, massive that we've been working on. Like I'm not gonna give any sneak peeks on what it is, uh, but if you guys want to know as soon as it releases, uh, we'll also put up another reminder later on in the weekend. But if you guys like, if you're watching it live or on replay, if you wanna make sure that we tag you on the actual post when it goes live, where we release it so you don't miss anything, comment tag me below. But all in all, I hope y'all have an amazing, amazing rest of your evening. Much love, go crush it. Have a dominant Thursday, have an amazing weekend. We'll talk soon, bye. What is up guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I wanna ask a huge, See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.